0: Guys, did you hear that Apple is attempting to buy A24? I did hear about that. Yes. Apple 24. $3 billion. <laughs> $3 billion? $3 billion for our
1: beloved uh, A24. Damn it. I bid $20 out of my own personal funds. Okay,
2: like, I saw that the podcast fund is empty, so that wasn't your own personal fund. But dude, whatever,
1: well, it, we what all—it's it? technically my personal fund, if we not, just, not technically but yours. But right. I
2: think I think we need to go
0: to some bankers, get get some backing, and then actually make a run at this thing. Well, I I
2: actually, if you guys didn't mind, I took the liberty of doing that. I, oh, wow. I placed a bit. Yeah, I
1: placed a bit on eight twenty four. Oh, fuck dude, yeah! Wow. Do, do, wait, yeah. we are in the running then? Yeah. Well,
2: I don't know if you are per se because. So part of the deal I made was, um, so y- I got you. I sold your your soul. I sold you. I. What do you mean a- you
1: sold me? I,
2: I was like, I know this person, Alex, and you can have him. If we, you're just part of the bid. So it's well, twenty bucks to end you. Twenty bucks to end you as a person. What the fuck? What do you mean?
1: I. Yeah. You know, I'm like a person, and I exist, and I have thoughts and my own agency. Well, for now. I guess. I mean, so oh. the deal's through? What the fuck? I mean, do you... What well,
2: there's still in negotiations. I mean, you know, th- there's a lot
0: of negotiations to figure out. If that's indeed the case... He said it's
1: done. Uh, uh, yeah,
0: I don't know, dude. I mean... You know, in a perfect world, I kind of see this going good for both parties. Uh, we could show high life on the show. Mm-hmm. That's a plus. Alex, you would be... I know you like
2: the movie Spring Breakers.
0: You would be indebted to a company for the rest of your life. But if you think about it, there are worse ways to live
2: than under the thumb of a film studio. You know? I mean, if you look at the Rosser film studios and you, and you were to ask yourself, like, who, who would I like to be owned by? If you just took one for the
0: fucking team, you know?
1: Okay, well, now you're, like, fully on Chris's side, and it really feels unfair at this point.
0: I mean, honestly, you really don't have opinions anymore.
1: Have you
2: seen Uncut Gems, dude?
1: Honestly, I I, I pretended to have seen it for that episode.
2: Okay. Well, if you had seen it, you would understand why I did what I did. This is how we win. This is how we win.
3: fucking movies get released how does anyone ever see these there
2: are too many movies welcome to there are too many movies family hi hit the button there it is why does it never work hit it better
1: just shrug just
2: for those listening he hits it twice every time he has to hit.
1: there's a confirmation hit and then the second confirmation it's
0: hit. like are you sure yeah. Are you sure you wanna hit
1: that? It's like a nuclear code where you need like two keys at the same time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> to play one drop. <laughs> right. Yeah. Shout out to the thirty dollar app we bought for that soundboard. It's not even it was even free. If it was free, we would anyways, welcome to There It's Many Movies. Uh this week we watched uh Pig, Pig. Pig starring Nicholas Cage. Pig. A movie that is probably hard for you to see and find. And I hope you saw it and Found we're, it. Gonna,
1: we're gonna talk about <laughs> Don't pirate it. A Uh,
2: movie that is hard for you to find. Hope you found it. Um, So before we talk about Pig, we're going to talk about what we've been watching. I'll kick it off. (laughs) Yeah, do it. Um, (laughs) You haven't started in a minute. I haven't. um, So I realized I had never seen the game Oh really? By David Fincher. dude. dude.
3: Yeah.
0: Fucking Davy Finchy, dude.
2: Dugly, dude. Mikey Dougie. Mikey Duggy. Mikey Dougie Duggy Duggy with some Davy oh, yeah, 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 dude. The fucking blue color palette, dude. <laughs> that shit was cold. Um The Game? The game. More Fox.
1: like the mind game. Uh, oh, m- oh more like <laughs> Bitch you <laughs> thought the movie. Right. Where it's
2: just like, oh, like you think you're this is the story? Well, bitch you thought like yeah. the whole it happens like 30 times for those that haven't seen it was like 1993 97 90s are the best yeah. era for film Alexa when did the movie <laughs> the game come out Just September 3rd 1997 97 great right. 97 Noise. she actually came through Do you like how it comes this is to one time when, in 80 thank episodes you, Alexa. Yeah one the she,
0: as broken as she is somehow she's able to function Interesting
1: yeah. that now she works now that we, you know it's the band we gave her a talking to exactly
0: yeah and now she listens with with a like
2: <laughs> so anyways um we well, i watched the game and uh what'd you think chris you know it was interesting it was it was a fun ride but it was also like there are so many fucking things that had to fall into place for this to really exist as like a a plot Whereas, like, so many assumptions had to be... Out. For those that don't know what it's about, it's about this, like, a millionaire guy gets signs up for this psychological game, this company that does this... I guess they just fuck with you. It's an elaborate prank company, It's a Rich Escape yeah. Room the
1: movie. It's yeah. for bored, yes. rich people that have no yeah. normal problems.
2: Yeah, exactly. They're like, have you dominated the world? Well, let's throw a wrench in that situation. <laughs> right. And so they basically just fuck with Michael Douglas and fuck with his head and, like... He doesn't know what's real and what's part of the game, what's part of this company, and, what, and he he thinks everyone around him is an, is an actor. All this shit, right? There, towards the end of the movie, so many fucking assumptions have to be made for for the plan to fall into place. Like he, it's just I, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's it's fun until a lot like the of conveniences last, yeah, until the last 30 or 45 minutes. I was just rolling my eyes where it was just like, <laughs> Oh yeah. You guys all planned for him to make this decision with this thing and this twist and this, that, and then for him to walk over to this part and d- it
1: was just so many fucking assumptions. Doesn't he fall through like a very specific skylight? If you want to go right to the ending. Sure, sure man. I mean, you're talking about you know that it. thing. I just said I wouldn't do. Doesn't he fall? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Doesn't Michael Douglas do something?
1: Uh, that's yeah. the movie Falling Down. Oh, fuck. You're right.
2: Whatever. Yes. He, yes. He, yeah. for, for a movie that came out 20-some years ago, whatever. I mean, if you haven't seen it. Fuck you're, you. You're probably not going to see it. Yeah. Well, you know, I hadn't seen it, and it's a Fincher movie, and I love Fincher. It is one of the least Fincher-feeling movies ever, though. I'll say.
0: But you're on a podcast where you have to talk about new movies every week. True. I
1: wish the Pop pant, pop boot. Let me re- let me try that. Yeah, well, I um, wish the pop punk band Finch did the soundtrack to all the David Fincher movies. I think that would make a lot of sense thematically.
0: Yeah. Instead of Trent Reznor.
1: Yeah. Is, you guys like Finch? No. All right. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of him. They're bad. I get your joke. They're though. bad.
2: How about um, so? How about the game overall? Did you do? Do you think you enjoyed it's like it? a solid six? Solid six, watchable, but it's like the least Fincher movie I've ever seen. It's fine, but that it, was was that his first big studio film? I don't know. <laughs> Good to know. Just watched it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Welcome to there are too many <laughs> movies, the movie podcast. I finished Schitt's Creek. It's great. Fuck um, yeah. Uh, I watched I think you should leave season two. One of the funniest goddamn things I've ever seen. Yeah. Season one and season two. The first entire, episode even. Just, the first fucking episode. Wow. I swear to God. like
1: It has probably the funniest sketch in the whole season in the first episode. And that borderline spoils you for the rest of it. Because yeah. it's like nothing can be that funny. Yeah.
2: yeah. So, Coffin Flop followed uh, ra- right by Carl Havoc. Like, yeah. Dude. Th- those two skits are just... I, I we watched that first episode together. You saw me. I was in literal tears. You yeah. I was a me- I was like, guys, I need a second. Yeah. <laughs> like we, like I, we might need to call somebody here because, like, I was just I hadn't laughed that hard in fucking years, dude. I
0: saw a tweet this week that someone was pissed off that coffin flop didn't get nominated for an Emmy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> fucking God, killed me. That's so fucking. Funny. I've
1: seen so many people tweeting at so many. TV service providers like bring back coffin flop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's great, uh, but check out. I think you should leave. It's a sketch comedy show on Netflix. Highly recommend it. Um, the if last, you like
1: our
0: brand of humor, you will like
2: that. Yes, show. chaotic absurdism. It's We're fucking, essentially as funny as I,
0: I was. Think.
1: Like yeah.
2: we are Tim <laughs> Robbins' show, basically. Uh, Tim Robbins come on the show. Uh, the last thing I watched was a Roadrunner, the Anthony Bourdain documentary. Uh, fantastic movie, uh, great story, tragic and. Um, moving, of course, everybody knows how the ending. But um, one of the best, it it was very well told documentary. The storytelling was phenomenal. The editing was phenomenal. Some of those, some of the best match cuts I've ever seen. And I'll bring up just one for the show, even though there's so many. It's there, not necessarily a spoiler either, because like those nah. episodes have been out. Yeah, it's it basically. Um, uh, he is in the Congo for Kitchen Confidential or something or one of his shows and Parts Unknown or whatever. And he is murdering a pig with a spear with like a tribe and there's blood like creeping out through his and it's a shot of him uh, standing in the blood. the f- It's like surrounding his feet. It's like just red, him standing on red, right? And then it match cuts right to Anthony Bourdain shot of his feet on a red carpet at a premiere where it's just like Mm. Shit! the juxtaposition <laughs> yeah, the duality yeah. of man <laughs> where it was like he is in this culture with these this third world country that's broke and he is that you felt just in a single cut you felt the the duality of his exploitation and his conflict of these people but also his love of travel and humanity in the world mm-hmm. yeah
1: absolutely in and then celebration his, of their culture
2: and then and then and then the crazy concept of celebrity and premiere and entertainment yeah it was all in one fucking frame that to me is editorial i need my film school hat just like <laughs> I'm like, fucking my hairline goes back three <laughs> three feet just fucking Durr.
1: instant tetsuo
2: you guys take it from here i'm done <laughs> you had a big old tetsuo dude yeah i just hit a hard tetsuo dude. <laughs>
1: just uh, walls collapsing around you.
2: <laughs> my intestines are falling out <laughs> Um, you are basically a conehead. Yeah, from, from that one <laughs> cut. Um, but seriously, that that the just the power of like letting your brain draw that connection of ide- ideas through two images—they literally could just be two stills next to each other. But the beauty of that was just like, anyways. Roadrunner is a great documentary. <laughs> uh, highly recommend that. I did want to talk about one thing that's a little controversial. I didn't. I should have looked it up a little bit more before the show, but I heard they fed. A AI computer, 2,000 some hours of Anthony Bourdain's voice. In the movie, it happens twice uh, where they use an AI programmed Anthony Bourdain voiceover. So it's like, but they at least are reading his exact words from emails or transcripts or whatever. So basically it happens twice in the movie and it was a choice they made to... I don't know. It's, it's a director's choice, but the problem people have with it is that it wasn't super, discla- there's was no disclaimer that this is an AI programmed voice. That's the issue people are having with yeah, it.
1: Yeah, but if it said that, you'd just be comparing his actual voice in your mind to what you're hearing.
2: It would completely take you out. It would, when it comes to storytelling, that would take you out from the story. I totally get the director's decision to enhance the story by having that voice there. I saw the h- entire movie, not even knowing about the controversy. And then I heard about it after the fact. And I was like, wait a second, what the fuck? Yeah. What was real? What wasn't? And then you find out it was just two lines or two instances. But I was like, I was scared. Cause if they had put words in his mouth, I'd have been like, fuck oh, that. Sure. No.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but they, you know, they're
1: it, quoting him. They're essentially. quoting him
2: essentially. And yeah. I get the choice. So, um, As opposed to having,
1: like, text on screen. Yeah, Yeah,
2: exactly. And And
1: it's not, like, long, like, monologues, is it?
2: It's uh, a a snippet of an email and then one other instance. So I don't think it's a huge monologue where, you know, inflection is super important. It it was just something I feel like I understand the decision as a storyteller. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Um, uh, I get that. Where it's like, if if your eyes went down and read, this is an AI produced voiceover, you'd go, wait, what the fuck? Right. That yeah. would that would you wouldn't be listening anymore. You would be focusing. You'd just on, be taken out of it.
1: Yeah, you would miss the next minute of movie. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. You'd be you'd be probably thinking about that for the rest of the movie,
1: and
0: it would I lose would. the
2: emotional impact of that scene
0: most exactly. likely. Exactly. In that case, that then that
2: you that would happened. just be comparing it to his real voice. So whatever. Uh, I think it was a, an amazing documentary. I highly recommend it. Um, so yeah, that's all I've been watching.
0: I can't really speak on it, but it is a documentary that is out now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alex. Um. Hold on, I wasn't pre- prepared for this. I've only done this over a hundred times.
0: Josh, are you ready? 111. Yeah, I'll go. For, I'll go to second. Um, I want. Okay, let me just say this, dude. Let me come out and say it. Okay, Michael Mann huh. is Vibe. and will forever be Vibe God. True. He just fucking gets it.
2: Are you it, on dude. your Michael Mann ish again, dude?
0: Again. You get it. Just every, every week. Did you hit another Michael Mann? I did. Um, Mikey Mann's? I love that he has. I mean, he doesn't have like this gigantic filmography or anything like that. He only has maybe 11 films or something like that. But like, I really try my best to like, kind of like digest them individually. Sure. So the last one I watched was Thief, which was incredible. Like, yeah. It's fucking amazing. Yep. Uh, and I went back recently, after a few months since that, and watched The Insider. The Fuck Insider. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, man. Who's in that? Al Pacino, Cappuccino. Ooh. Oh, wait. I'm thinking of a different movie. Al Pacino and Russell Crowe. Fuck yeah. And it's about big tobacco.
1: Shit.
2: Oh, I haven't seen this. Oh. Okay, you got me.
1: It's like a violent, violent thank you hoor! for smoking. <laughs> dude.
2: Michael Mann and... <laughs>
0: let, me, uh, let me set it up for you. Uh Al Pacino works as a producer for uh, 60 Minutes. Nice. And he is profiling a scientist, a tobacco scientist that was just uh, fired by one of the big tobacco companies and is now trying to, uh, you know, uh, skirt around an NDA to tell his story Mm. about what they're doing. And this is at the time where they, you know, big tobacco companies went to the Supreme Court and said, You know, we have no evidence that proves that
1: smoking causes (laughs) cancer. Yeah, yeah. The most heinous thing ever done. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) yeah,
2: Nobody's. We have no evidence to support the fact that inhaling seven bonfires a day hurts your lungs, guys. (laughs) Dude, exactly. And um, so fucking silly. Russell Crowe
0: plays that that insider that that goes around. He's uh, like a whistleblower.
2: Yes. Fuck yeah. It,
0: dude. Big recommend. One of the biggest I can possibly. Uh, recommend and like I, I posted like uh, s- the screenshots or not screenshots but fucking uh, frames on my story the other day. Yeah. But like I just I love doing that only because it's like that gives you another opportunity to see some of these frames that are just magnificent dude. Like he knows how to shoot a goddamn movie. Would you say
2: visually it, it has it communicated to you in, in some sort of way? There was a
0: communication optically
2: Yeah. Mm. That's
1: It spoke to you. It
0: speaks in a way that visually, optically, has visual language.
2: Fuck yeah! Nice vibe. I was God. trying to come up with more words. <laughs> <laughs> <that> <laughs> are Plenty of words. I don't think I could have cocked that one back <laughs> any further.
1: So, your foots behind your ear. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> like <Get> ready. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs>
2: I fucking hit like a who's that Mortal Kombat character where his foot extends twelve feet in front of his face? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? Mortal
1: Kombat character?
2: Is it Mortal Kombat?
1: Maybe Dalson from Street Fighter. He's,
2: yeah, okay. yeah, it's a Street Fighter character. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, his, he goes mmm, and he his yeah. kick goes across the screen.
1: That's what I just did. <laughs> at if that you pod. do yoga, you can do that. It's possible.
0: Yep. Anyways, uh, insiders, fucking, amazing, Fuck and just yeah. the way that the the tobacco companies are able to like threaten them without, yeah. actually
1: threatening. It's them. It's like a legal mafia.
0: Yes, dude. B- basically, every big corporation is like that, truly. Right? Yeah, it's it's fucking incredible dude yeah
1: Hot. but does kurt russell blow an actual whistle in the movie it's russell crowe kurt
0: russell
2: kurt same, same
1: thing dude Do, does he blow a whistle though
2: yeah he has a big
1: one all right i'll watch it
2: nice it's pretty neato you know like the whistle in prisoners remember the end of prisoners? i
1: love the whistle from prisoners
2: yeah. Did you, you you got that part? Yeah.
1: yeah. I you, so the
0: part You noticed there was a whistle. You noticed there was a whistle, right? That was foreshadowing Well, he was the li- or doing was he was, he he was doing
1: a bird impression. He was
0: chirping like a bird, right? Yes. Right. Yeah.
1: Look, you have to understand class warfare to understand the chirping like a bird part that he does. Right. I got prisoners and you didn't face the facts.
2: It's I feel like his hairline is doesn't know which way to go right now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was like, is that a three head or five head? Airlines like, hold, we don't know.
2: It's fucking shaky.
1: Back boys, yeah.
0: you're about to look like the Cro-Magnon Man in yeah. five
1: minutes. Just a, my Half eyebrows come out like a foot. Uh, my eyebrows are like a baseball cap.
0: Um, one more thing I watched was uh, Never Have I Ever, which is a series on Netflix uh, from Mindy Kaling. It speaks to my inner Indian teen girl in high school today. Dude, I feel that. No, in all seriousness, it's fucking terrific. Great writing. Uh, this is season two. Um, one of the best, like, wholesome recommends I can give. And also probably speaks to, like, how kids are growing up today. Um, Couldn't relate. Can't yeah. relate. No, but uh, I think you kind, of, you, you kind of can. Like I said, it speaks to my inner child that is growing up today, which is not happening. Um yeah, I recommend that show. And uh, yeah, if you need some wholesome, not so three head or not so five head type shit every once in a while, uh, highly recommend that show. Nice. nice. Anything else? That's it for me.
1: Alex, what do you got? Um, I watched a couple very sexy things and sexy teens. Yes, I will rank them in sexiness. All right. So here's Boogie Nights.
2: Fuck yeah, dude! I was about to watch that the other day.
1: Excellent in theme with our paul thomas anderson for next bonus episode that we're doing
2: shout out to our patreon if you pay five bucks a month you get access to discord extra content bonus episodes um show notes all
0: and it's already out there in the world we're gonna do uh there will be blood for the bonus episode this month so oh fuck are we all
1: right i didn't watch it all right great all right so i watched so Mm. sexiness level boogie nights Ten stories above that is the Austin Powers trilogy, <laughs> which I watched in full, and it reminded me of how much of a genius Michael Caine and Mike Sir, Myers are.
2: Sir Michael, okay, Sir Michael Caine. That's the not size. Michael Caine. Yeah, that's not Michael. Caine. That's Michael Caine. I do uh, no. This is no. Michael Caine. All right. My name is Sir uh, Michael Caine. That's Michael Caine. All right. No, All
0: right I Mike. get ready for this one. All right. You yep. ready? Yep. You ready? Let's hear it. The size. Of a tangerine, right? That's pretty good. That's
1: not bad. All right, let me let me right. do mine. Oi, governor, isn't isn't it the th- th- okay. clotted oh, cream in know. me banana <laughs> ice cream? <laughs> I is, feel
2: like that's uh, that is absurdly. That's cockney. a South Park character that you're doing.
1: Oh, yeah, it, gov? Me p- me foreskin is. This feels
2: like we're in like a like a cancel zone right you now. Need to, you need to bring it down. You and can't it,
1: cancel me for being racist towards British people. They, like, ruined a lot of things. Okay, you're, but you're just, at, like, a
0: 10. Just bring it down and just say, we burnt the village to the ground.
2: We burnt the village to the ground. That's close. That? That's close
0: you got to bring it way down.
1: Yeah. That's great. There it is. Thank you. Good job. So those
0: Acting are... 101 with there hey, are too so many movies. Why did you watch the Austin Powers trilogy, man?
1: Because I watched Boogie Nights, and I wanted to compare them in terms of their sexual prowess. Mm. also my papa told everyone in our family to watch 20 minutes into episode three of sex life which i did and it's just a giant penis
2: what <laughs> yeah i saw that online it was like every hey everybody's it was just reactions to this yeah this certain episode and i was like well i guess i gotta watch that show now it's just a big old piece. just so a you big skip- old penis you skipped a season
1: season one episode three
2: and so you didn't watch the first two
1: well, what it's if, about a penis. What if
0: I identify as a smaller penis, though?
1: I identify as a micro penis male.
2: <laughs> Great. I mean, you just are a micro penis oh. male.
1: Well, it makes for a really good reaction when a woman actually sees my penis. She, oh, thank God!
2: Under a microscope?
1: Yeah. Well, here's the thing: if you tell everyone you have a micro penis, and it's just like, all right, all right, it's just like whatever like, size, right, but like, it's not really a micropenis. Yeah. But if you tell them it's a micro penis, they'll be like. This is a pleasant surprise when they <laughs> see your actual penis.
0: When they see an average penis. Yes. Nice. Shouts to our female listeners.
1: We
2: Shout outs to yep. still have all of you.
1: My sure. main point: tell everyone you have a micro penis. <laughs> so, also white chicks. Merch
2: ideas? Merch ideas? Small
1: I have <laughs> a micro penis. <laughs> Just, there are too many movies. <laughs>
2: it's like, what the fuck is that?
1: Anybody want to buy our new shirt? <laughs> Uh, These
2: shirts aren't selling. I don't know why. I, I, I don't get it.
1: Just bold text. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like the old like metal shirts. Were yeah. It's a big Christ. fucking
2: line. Anyways, what else have you been watching?
1: Um, I also watched uh, How to Become a Tyrant on Netflix because I'm tired of working by the hour. Yeah. And I need some tips on how to do my thing. Did you, yeah. Yeah,
0: so what is the first step?
1: The first step is... Well, it's sort of misleading because... They present them as if they're, they should be role models, but the first episode is about Hitler, mm. who, if you know, is not the greatest role model.
2: No, I wouldn't say so.
1: That's how I would describe him, not the greatest role Why model. Why does
2: Hitler always come up? Can I just ask that?
1: Well, he's episode one in, of How to Become a Tyrant. It, they go through six...
0: They bring up Hitler more than they bring up Genghis Khan.
1: Genghis Khan's numbers are more, but Hitler is more recent, and it was the first... One of the first horri- f- horrific things to be captured, like on video and like shown to the entire world. That's why there are still people today that are like, "It didn't happen." When people are like, "There's video."
2: You know, Genghis Khan had a brother. Yeah,
1: what he had he name? had multiple brothers, and he killed one of them as a child.
0: Well,
2: of course, you no them.
0: one remembers the brother. Mm-hmm. That's a line from a movie we just
2: watched. Shout out to Fast Nine, your family. <laughs> Speaking of family, Genghis Khan had a brother. <laughs> family. Of course there's a fucking family family.
1: Your family. He's also my great 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 grandpa. And yours too, probably. Yep. Boogie Nice was good though.
0: No right. uh no jokes about that one. That's a good movie. Yeah. That's a yeah.
1: So I saw two very large penises this week. Dirt on day on blurs. my T V. Yeah.
2: I see one every day. <laughs> Anything else?
1: Oh <laughs> <laughs> Nice.
2: Woo Nice joke there. Thanks, I have a micro guys. penis. And now, moving on to Pig. Yeah. So, going into this movie, I was like, this is going to go one of two ways. It's going to be one of those Nicolas Cage movies, or it's going to be one of those Nicolas Cage movies. Yeah.
1: Fair enough. The Wicker Man. Yeah. Fair enough.
2: This is going to be Mandy, or it's going to be I owe a bunch of money to the IRS, (laughs) so yes, I'll do this. Yeah. So, The Wicker Man. Actually,
0: it's a fun movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fun. Um yeah. guys, I'm going to be perfectly c- candid here. It was either Pig or Space Jam 2. Yep. So, listeners, that was our choice this week and we went with Pig over
2: Yeah. Porky Pig. I know not- you probably might have loved to hear what we th- think about Space Jam starring LeBron James.
1: I think I would love it.
2: LeBron James. But um Every once in a while, Remember there's a kid that does that. Yeah,
1: yeah. LeBron James. Yeah, we got it. LeBron James. Yeah, he says it. I love it. that kid. I love referencing things from the internet. It's so funny, dude. I'm, so funny. Vines are the pinnacle of comedy.
2: You guys seen that one meme where you try and explain a meme, and it's just like, oh, it never goes well. I love Holy that. Holy shit, dude! God, I love dude. that one. It's my favorite. Uh, we're on the comedy genre on Spotify and iTunes. <laughs> Anyways, um, I want to say that. Uh, pig, going back to the movie we're talking about, pig. right? Um, it can go one of two ways, and I, I actually thought it was going to be like a an IRS. I owe money to the IRS movie. Mm, sure, you know? it, I thought it was going to be one of those so bad it's good, yeah. and I was pleasantly surprised. Well, if we're talking about like our first impressions of this movie, like I kind of
0: went into it thinking, like a lot of people have, that this was going to be like John Wick with a pig. Sure. Yep. I think that's sort of like the census of this. And I think it was marketed in that way. Even though I hadn't watched the trailer, I'd only Mm -hmm. seen the posters, a few screenshots, a few, uh, yeah, a few frames. And it just, it seemed like that, like a revenge film about Nicolas Cage's pig being stolen. Yeah. Did you get that vibe,
1: Alex? Um, when this was originally, the trailer came out, I clicked on it, and while I was waiting for it to load, I looked at the comments, and they were all very hype, so I elected to just not watch the trailer, because I was like, I'm going to see this eventually. Yeah. Right. So, th- but, to your point, yes, that was what I thought it was going to be.
0: And I think this is the first feature uh, by writer-director Michael Sarnoski. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. His first his first one, his first at-bat with Nick Cage. It's a hell of a debut. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Uh,
2: c- can we go ahead and put it on Front Street that uh, I like this movie. Yeah, it's Yeah, I liked it a
1: lot. Yeah, it was yeah. great.
2: Yeah, it was phenomenal. I mean, there were so many things I loved about it thematically. Just talking about overall. Right. It was slow, but in the good way. It lets let the frame breathe. Yeah. It told you the story by showing you, not telling you. Where it was like, we're just going to let this happen. And you're going to figure it out, because mm-hmm. we're not going to insult your intelligence and assume that you're a big dummy stupid three-head that needs to be told everything <coughs> that's happening. This movie is a great example of show and don't tell, but also here we are to tell you about it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, There were a lot of parts of it that felt like it could have, like with, if one thing went wrong, it could have drifted over to that stupid territory, oh, but yeah. it, it executed it well enough to where it was just... It was just good.
0: I think for it being a Nicholas Cage film, I think it's kind of like a subversive thing as the audience to like all be expecting it to go off the rails at any point. Like you're expecting one of those Nicholas Cage scenes, yeah. yeah, that he often gets, where it's just like, oh,
2: just go, just yeah. go nuts, dude. Yeah, uh, A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S <laughs> T U V W X Y Z. All the whole thing. Yeah, that or the Mandy scene in the bathroom. Yeah, woo, dude. But we I'm not dogging on Mandy. Mandy was phenomenal. Oh yeah, so
0: great. Uh well I feel like this is Nicolas Cage, his probably most <laughs> subdued performance. And he needed one of those. Mm-hmm. And it was terrific, dude. He's so fucking good. great. I actually someone uh someone else said this and I don't want to steal their shit, but this is a Reddit person, uh Mikey Fresh said Nick <laughs> Cage is in a lot of bad movies, but he's almost never bad in a movie.
2: Ah. Uh. That's a very good point. Right? That's a very good point. He Mikey Fresh is listening to that like thank god. Final
0: someone fucking credited yeah. me for what?
2: Um <laughs> what if it was on like the pig poster it just said Nicholas Cage is in a lot of bad movies but he's never bad in a movie. Mikey Fresh. Yeah. <laughs> <the> movie. <laughs> I yeah. could have easily stole this guy's line so you're fucking welcome Mikey Fresh.
1: Also, um, I remember watching Matchstick Men when I was like 9 and being like this is the f- the first smart movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> like.
2: Yeah. I remember that too being like or that adaptation. was my f- that was my first exposure to like a thriller, con mm. man situation. I was like, wow. Yeah, it was like that in Ocean's Eleven. I was like, he's a big
1: brain movie. <laughs> I was like, guys, I'm really smart. If my English teacher only knew. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, exactly. Don Cheadle is just fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. His accent is absolutely perfect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Nicholas Cage killed it, man. He this really a, did. And mm-hmm. he needed a subdued role right now. To I know he's, he doesn't need a rebrand, but like, like you were saying, there was... <clears throat> If I There's say I'm going to go, yeah, yeah. If I say I'm going to go see a Nicolas Cage movie, someone goes, "Man, he's got you know, he's going off the rails," or he's yeah. he's interesting, man. He's and, at it again, and I think he is interesting for sure. But um, he needed one of these movies t- like to kind of get him back on the rails a little. Yeah, bit, where where it's just but like just rein him in. Well, it's not that we. It's not like I didn't know he was a great actor. It's that he needed the chance to remind people. And this yeah. was one of those movies where it was like, don't you fucking dare. Yeah, because like, you know, we like,
1: mostly know him for those nonsense movies yeah. that don't give an actor a chance no matter who it is.
2: Yeah. Dude, and it's the
0: way he delivers certain lines, too. Like, one of the lines he has in this movie is, I don't fuck my pig. and. Yeah. That could easily be one of those performances where Nicolas Cage goes off the fucking rails and yeah. repeats it a fucking a thousand times or yeah. does something weird. But it's like no, he delivers it very subtly, very, mm-hmm. sh- you know. And I love the fucking. I'm jumping ahead, but like I love the scene whenever he's talking about, uh, you know, after his pig is stolen. I'm jumping way the fuck ahead, and he's talking about how, like, yeah, I don't need my pig to find truffles. Like the trees tell you where the truffles are. Mm-hmm. I just love her. That yeah. was yeah yeah. The, like, in in that line alone, it's like, oh, you feel for him so hard, yeah, <laughs> you know?
2: Yeah, and oh. it was the, him, this character was just so interesting, where, like, I love me a good nihilistic character, where it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is like Russ Cole, if he cooked. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. where it was like... Just done with
1: everyone. <laughs> Nothing
2: matters, where's the truffles, you know? Yeah.
0: Like, right, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matthew like, McConaughey, as this character, would have been fucking
2: Yeah, good. Uh, yeah. I mean, of course, but, like, the... just the guy that had like because when the movie starts you're like who's this homeless man in the woods blah blah blah. and then as the movie progresses you're like this was one of the most famous and renowned chefs in history like they drop his name and everybody just shits their pants yeah like
1: and it's not like an immediate like oh sir i'm so sorry it's like you can see the slow creeping realization on their face and they're like oh i'm dealing with a guy who's my superior yeah like
3: yeah
2: it's like if Anthony Bourdain went into the wood like disappeared into For the real. woods after right. after doing all this stuff and then came back beaten up, covered in blood, and was just like you know And like the realization like oh my
0: god
1: Yeah, yeah. do yeah. you need
0: medical attention? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was such a good one. Yeah.
1: yeah, his non showering the whole movie it, which despite
0: is, having access <clears throat> to showers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. But like he didn't want to wash himself in not in his creek or his the river right he waited
2: until he got back to the creek which was like it's so telling of his character and it's like
0: he feels more at home in the wilderness than he does around these fake people and fake and he's talking about not non-real people do you think it was the
2: water though too what What do you mean? mean Well, he has a bit of the doomsday tinfoil hat vibes on on his monologue in the kitchen that one morning. Mm. Oh, where he was like, everything's going to be underwater. The volcanoes. the volcanoes. Like, none of this matters. One day, this a tidal wave is going to wipe out all civilization, etc.
1: I think maybe he just might have been the type of character that's more comfortable with his own shit exclusively. Yeah. You know what I he mean? He only
0: trusts the things that he can verify. Yeah. and see. and Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe. But that that still would fall into your sort of conspiracy guy. The
0: the beautiful thing about it is that they didn't tell us yeah Either exactly way. yeah true although it doesn't say whether or not it doesn't give you a straight answer yeah it's an it's an ambiguous one yeah and we're left to figure it out after the fact
2: yeah like throughout the movies they give you these little pieces of his worldview right and you just put this together oh yeah like the monologue in the restaurant to the other chef
1: where he's oh like, oh my god
2: where he destroys an entire man and he sl-
1: <laughs> he slowly dies only on his face he's yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> oh he's
2: having an internal breakdown for yeah. sure completely yeah and and Nicolas Cage is just five, heading the fuck out of him. Oh yeah, just like t- talking about how he's like,
1: I'm happy and you're not. Fuck you, I'm yeah. better. Like yeah. you're <laughs> but not- nothing. Like you, 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 mean you like making
0: this food. You, you didn't want to open a pub. Yeah. What was what was the di- And the fact that what broke that guy was like, what was the dish you wanted to make? What was your Wednesday oh. special? And he knew it right off the top of his head, and it, yeah. it
1: just like fell out like it was a liquid. Like it was like it,
0: like it was waiting
1: right yeah. there to be yeah.
0: out the whole time. Right, and also Nicholas Cage like. It's brought up at the very end where he says it sort of like in an offhand line. He's like, I remember every meal I've ever made and every person who's ever eaten my food.
2: Yeah, but no one cares about you. Like He, he was like, you're cooking for these people that don't know you, don't care about you, all this stuff. Like, And then he was like, "We, I think it's one of the taglines of the movies. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say it exactly correct, but it was, you don't find many things to care about in this world. Or something. Mm. And that's all he said. Right. And, and then he was just like, Where's my pig? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, he, Yeah, he fucking yelled yeah.
1: that, dude. And uh, the subtext of that question being followed up by what they said, you're just like, that is who he is. Yeah. Like, also
0: shouts to that pig being the cutest the cutest creature on this planet. Yeah, fucking adorable.
1: Really?
2: Right? Was that like, am I becoming a vegetarian right now?
1: Yeah. Like watching yeah. this? I was it, like,
0: fuck. And it was heartbreaking whenever the pig was stolen too. Yeah. Like, oh,
2: squealing and, and
3: shit. Yeah, oh, was,
1: any any th- any type of animal getting harmed is like the quickest way to make me a fucking caveman that will murder. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean?
2: That, yeah. that or like I remember seeing animal harm videos and becoming vegetarian and it being a phase but like i'm there's times where i'm just like i'm only like a few animal harm videos away from being full vegan i swear to god and that's why i probably avoid all that shit but
0: right
1: yeah. um I, you know it's
0: something. It, I, and you have to understand like you know that a lot of that is cruelty for sure. versus you know farming, ethical
1: sourcing yeah, yeah
0: sourcing yeah. and as farming. soon as they
2: can fucking grow me dude i don't get like i don't need it to be death like holy fuck like let's figure that out it's anyways fucked. yeah let's get back to the movie we're talking <laughs> yeah about. sorry yeah. So pig,
0: he cares about this pig a lot. He wants to. He wants to yes. get her back. Did you guys notice that the acts were split up into breakfast, lunch, and dinner?
1: I love that.
2: Yes, that was great, and I, I love that they were just foods. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, and they were the actual foods that they were concentrating on. And yeah. the
0: each meal was a, a crucial part of that act. Yes. obviously. Uh, I
2: really wish when he tried that weird experimental the foam. Dish, the smoky foam thing or whatever
1: foraged huckleberry foam I, shit. <laughs>
2: I think it was on his face, and it didn't need to be said because he, he, I think his sheer disgust of the entire restaurant and yeah. the food in front of him impatience
1: was, with pretension.
2: Yeah, I feel like it was all in his performance. He didn't need to be said, but man, did I want him to roast that dish? Oh yeah, I absolutely. wanted him to be like, "You like cooking this bullshit?" He didn't say that, but he just he tried it. Was it. In his it was space. all in, in his, his character. In his, yeah Yeah. So good, but yeah, I love the X split. I usually don't like an X split. I don't like, but it's sunscreen. intentional,
0: you know. That was that there, was the, intentional. P- yeah. There's something like, and grant, I'm not trying to shit on X Machina because I love that, but like, like you said, whenever those are split up into chapters,
2: yeah, or parts, what's wrong? Nothing. It oh, just okay. looked really low to me. Check, check, check. We'll be fine.
0: Yeah, it's fine. Okay, um, <laughs> but like how X Machina is split up into chapters, but like if you look yeah. at. Dunkirk and how that's very specifically set up into the mole air or whatever the fuck you know what I mean? Without it's it's like almost right? like
1: arcs if no, they, anything. No, they are.
2: There's supers and there's titles in Dunkirk? Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that. It takes it out of the voyeurism for me where mm. it's like I want to be an invisible force observing like voyeuristically in, into this story, right? Right. When you put a title on screen I mean, I prefer there to be no opening titles. I prefer to drop in right away i'll forgive opening titles because it's just a thing now right and especially if you wait 10 or 20 minutes to show me an opening title yeah i fuck with that yeah <laughs> right but um shot the film cool. Um uh, <laughs> <laughs> but something about just i'm gonna start placing the intro 30 minutes into our episode <laughs> just yeah. randomly they <laughs> <like>, like, oh, <laughs> there's a, some, some, there cinephile, some cinephile out there. She's like, oh, yeah. After the watch list one of these days. Yeah. Just, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh,
1: fuck. You would love Near Automata. It doesn't show the title card until 20 hours into it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like three episodes in yeah. it. Says that? Yeah. I remember watching an anime where it was like two or three episodes in. I was like, have I just missed it the other yeah. <laughs> <episodes?"> <laughs> Um. Anyways. That's yeah, insane. But yeah, so uh, I I... It takes me out of the voyeurism of the story sometimes because it's like all I see is the editorial, I see the computer, I see the font choice, I see all the things that take me out of the ah, the, the, the story.
1: Yeah, thing. but I don't think every story is or movie sees the viewer as the same voyeuristic spot that they place. In, what am I saying?
2: I get what you're saying.
1: Like it's just like the, how the in- point of
2: view of the camera isn't always what I'm want it to be. Sure. Like is that what you're saying? Like.
1: No, I mean, like the movie. Some movies don't intend to create a voyeuristic feel, and some of them just are like windows into what's happening. You know what I mean? And
0: I feel like this is a a great, uh, a great way to do that. In that, like, there's obviously not a lot of backstory that we get. It's answered
1: contextually, exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. As opposed to like some other films where it's like there's a narrator and a super. And they show you where it takes place. You know, like, there's yeah. just so much information Like in at
2: Wild you. Wild West, where it cut from the water tower to, meanwhile, across town.
1: Yeah. Meanwhile, five feet away. Meanwhile, <laughs>
2: in a new place that you clearly couldn't figure out by looking at the fucking shot. Or do, do you guys remember that fucking, uh, what was that
0: uh, Charlie's Theron... Uh, invincible Fast movie? 9. That's what <laughs> it was. No. They were, like, all invincible. Anyways. Fast 9. Every... <laughs> I can't fucking talk about it. Uh, every location that they went to didn't matter contextually, but like they had to show you, we're in Amsterdam. Oh yeah, yeah. We're in this place. We're oh, in that place, and yeah. it's just yeah. and it's some test screening. We're like,
1: where are they? Exactly.
0: exactly. Like th- movies like this don't need that shit, mm-hmm. man. Agreed, agreed, agreed. But yeah, to
2: be fair, I liked the the
0: obscurity of the. F-
2: it it was food that broke up the 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 titles. Yeah. The or whatever.
0: Also, it took 20 days to film this movie. Wow. Yep. 20 fucking days. Isn't They're, that insane? Damn. Their
2: budget was so low, they couldn't really do. They really couldn't do reshoots. So oh, they, they were like, wow. they were on set and they were like, don't fuck this up. This it, is a 20 day shoot, period. Yeah. Like, the whole budget went to Nicolas Cage and the
0: RS. So, <laughs> yeah, that's day one. The nineteen days left. It's like yeah. I can't imagine like the anxiety of having so fuck like, no twenty I, days to film an entire feature film. And it was pretty great, man, phenomenal. And, and I think you noticed that in like, especially with uh, Nicolas Cage, he's wearing the same thing the, other, the entire time. Yeah. he has the same makeup the entire time. He never washes him. Like there are hardly any wardrobe changes. It all takes place within a short amount of time. Obviously, I wonder if he
2: methoded his way through that. That'd be kind of cool if he did. I I doubt it, but I, I bet that would, that would have been cool.
0: Oh, dude! Uh, shouts to Alex Wolf as Amir. Yeah, he was he was phenomenal. Dude from Hereditary. But, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, I knew he looked familiar. He's yeah.
0: like one of the best new like young actors. He's fucking awesome. First, first new face. Really and
1: good. When you sh- when you see his character for the first time, I had the thought I was like, they're gonna make me try to like this character, and I'm not going to. And then like an hour later, I was like, God damn it, I fucking like this character, dude. Yeah. His arc was like, incredible. His arc was yeah. phenomenal.
2: I mean. From the beginning, well, first of all, I want to say this too. I, going in blind is one of my favorite things because I thought, like, the movie started in the woods. This could have been 18th century. I had no idea. You thought it was first pig? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I thought it was first cow with pigs. And basically, he's he's in the middle of the woods, and uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, ten minutes into the movie, a Camaro pulls up, and I was like, oh fuck. We're modernizing this, like we're, yeah. we're and establishing then, the time. Yeah, yeah, and then, like you said, it was like, "Well, is that a new Camaro? Is that an is older?" It, yeah, because his is sleeves are like, rolled up. I was like, "Okay, we, so
0: this takes place in the '80s, '70s, '80s." And then he yeah. pulls out of the fucking phone, and it's like, "Oh shit!" Like it's subverting all of your expectations. <laughs> yeah, and, throughout
2: the film, I
1: yeah. just saw him as sort of a yuppie guy. I didn't place him in any particular decade. Mm. I saw the car, and I was like, "This is definitely after 2000."
2: Yeah. Well, point being, it was it was one of those rides I was already on in my head, where it's sure. like, "Where am I in time?" and that goes to
1: show where he lives mentally. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. I
2: like that he is in the woods. He's constantly offered a phone, right off the bat. He's offered a phone. A shower. He's like, I'll buy
1: you a fucking propane tank. It'd be better for me. I don't like smelling you. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And that was just part of the journey when you're watching it. But if I'd watched a trailer, I'd have known it was a guy going around in a car with a phone, with with a friend, trying to track down his pig in modern chef, modern restaurants. And so I was like, I'm so glad I... I got to experience that part of the story. That's oh, cool. absolutely! And mm-hmm.
0: like, even going back to uh, the character of Amir, like towards the end, whenever like Robin Nicholas Cage is telling him, like, "Yeah, you can just use my name. They'll give you whatever you need." And then, <laughs> oh, so cool! Amir's character, yeah. who is like indebted to his father constantly, is trying to make a name for himself outside of his dad because his dad probably doesn't let him be like, "Oh yeah, I'm, yeah." yeah my dad competitor. owns this restaurant. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So the fact that he's like, "I can use your name." He's like,
1: yeah. It's like a trump card.
0: Well, it's like for him in that moment, it is. It's like, so you trust me,
1: like you. Oh yeah, something he doesn't me. get
2: from his dad. Nice, exactly. Yeah, like that. That arc was fucking beautiful, man. That was great. Yeah, and um, another thing I wanted to talk about. Um, I love a movie that just like eroticizes food, mm-hmm. where Absolutely. it's like where it's like it, it just waxes poetic visually about the process of cooking and the 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 respect even if it's just like the butter in the pan where it's like oh, I
0: am even back to First Cow like that that was a great yeah. example of it Inglorious yeah. Bastards has a really good one oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. With the, the
1: fucking strudel wait
0: for
2: the creme wait for the fucking creme dude, dude even even milk dude yeah yeah. yeah. like how milk. does
1: that milk look like the best thing that's ever been poured yeah right. like they like, dedicated like... a shot
2: to it being set on the table yeah like, I just love I love that something it's about pornography food. for yeah, food yeah yeah I, I don't be burnt check that out oh, if you haven't seen
1: it dude I Chef. Dude. The grilled cheese and chef makes oh. me want a fucking grilled cheese. Those are
2: two exact things Josh referenced after this movie w- that we saw when I said this exact thing. Nice. That's funny. Yeah. yeah it it's like, chef
0: is a great one. Yeah. The, the fucking grilled cheese. It's a grilled cheese that he makes in the movie and it looks like the best thing yeah. ever.
1: Yeah. It shows him making it in real time and then like cutting it and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> the the crunch on the grilled cheese it's insane yeah
2: yeah you gotta That's, watch those movies Chris. I will yeah I I literally you follow it
1: I follow an Instagram called Film Foods it's uh.
2: literally just moments in film that they like stop and like respect the 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 art of the meal whatever right. that yeah. is you know I don't know something or even fun about that
0: eating is very like. It, it, you don't show it a lot in film. Mm-hmm. Right. It's usually an
2: accessory to a scene and not the star. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: But, like, Brad Pitt eating in movies is probably one of the funnest things. Right. Yeah. Is Ocean's Eleven, they eating?
2: gave him, like, the rumor. Non-stop food. <laughs> yeah. It's not a... It's dumb. You read online if you look into it. They say that they gave him something, like... The food as a prop because he was such a bad actor, which I think is just such that's, bullshit. Like he's a good do, actor. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Like like oh yeah, that's why it's a character I'm, choice. Like yeah, everyone on set's like, oh
1: Brad Pitt. Ugh. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> oh
2: yeah, he can't hold his own. Like what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, Mr.
1: Smith. Yeah. Uh, Against
2: Don
0: Cheadle yeah. with a fucking terrible accent.
1: Yeah. I, I, Don
0: Cheadle I, has apologized for his accent in those <laughs> movies. Yeah. It's that egregious, understandable, understandable.
1: Um, but, which is funny because it's Don Cheadle and he's got such a pedigree for, he's amazing act. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's different movies. Shout out,
2: shout out to shout out the Colossus by it, the way. It's crazy how oh, Don Cheadle plays. Wait, what? And Rain Over Me. Rain Over Me. Don Cheadle plays Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, okay. I
1: yeah. thought you were saying he's a voice actor in Shadow of <laughs> the Colossus, and I was like, is yeah. there a voice acting? Yeah, he,
2: he plays <laughs> the Colossus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, it, and he apologized after the fact for his accent. Sorry, like, guys. That was egregious. <laughs> <laughs> it's over the top. I apologize. Uh, um, yeah, anyways, food movies. Uh. Yeah, that's all. I just, the, the respected, I love that. It was great.
0: And unexpected, too. I didn't know this movie was going to be about food at all. Me either. Another
2: reason you love going in blind. Yep fantastic well well,
1: i didn't even know he was like his character like we didn't know he was a chef and that was like a central part of his being
2: the the the
0: finale like the fucking resolution of the film is he this motherfucker's cooking ratatouille yeah
1: i was like oh shit it was it was the fucking igor scene from ratatouille yeah yeah
0: and then fucking that like that dude's dad is like oh my god
1: like
2: like i saw jesus christ when he took a bite of that meal it was just like
1: yeah, the yeah. phases of acceptance of the meal while he takes the first bite, he's like, "Hmm, that's pretty good," and then he's like, "Oh, that's really good." Then he's well, like, "What are you?"
2: It's always, yeah. like, <laughs> it's, always it's always the wine. Yeah, it's
0: always the head shake that that like tips you off whenever a meal is good. It's just like,
2: oh, yeah, fuck, <laughs> like. Yeah, it's
0: like your head almost just like kind of moves around sometimes.
1: You Need to make room for the blood to go to your brain, dude. I straight up <laughs> heard
0: if if I have something really good, I straight up turn into like Stevie Wonder. I'm like, oh fuck, yeah. shit. <laughs> this is dope.
2: Yeah. This grilled cheese, <laughs> yeah. This <is> grilled cheese, <laughs> The sound design, yeah. It's like, they cook it on. They like he cut it with like a a fucking
1: with a bone saw a
2: dull knife <laughs> <laughs> kind of with like a a, a hedge climber uh like, oh fuck, I, can't <laughs> <laughs> I almost said a hedge climber a hedge trimmer and a fucking uh like the stalest sourdough bread imaginable yeah, just, like
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just sounds like a uh chainsaw or yeah um dude i do want to point out that this movie was actually fucking beautiful yes like, absolutely Shot fucking beautifully. Shot beautifully. Shouts to the photography director, Piggy Van Piggy Pig. Yeah. Right. Photography director. He was great. Uh, no, Patrick Scola is his name. And yeah, he fucking nailed it. You know what his I... first I, feature as well. Nice. Damn.
2: You know, I think um, I've said this before, but I don't think music is given enough credit in contributing to how a shot feels. Yeah. Ooh. So oh, yeah. there's times where music too. Like like the like yes the visual language I'm sure was fucking off the, it was off the chain it for was. sure. But there are moments where swells and music like I am thinking of one example of him just walking back to his cabin and mm. it pan- it's inside the cabin and it pans through the windows and it was it was the music that got it got and, me.
0: And also showing like his mise-en-scène as well. Like a he... heat or mise-en mise en place is that what they call it for cooking yes yeah
2: i also speak german yeah that's what it's you, french but it's french, french. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the joke thanks wow. guys, <laughs>
1: thanks, guys.
0: Um, <laughs> no it's like you think this cabin is a piece of shit but you go through his kitchen and everything is like set up beautifully and it's oh, the like it, yes. oh man the, yeah. the knives on it's the it's
1: exactly wall. what he wants and needs it to be yes it's everything for him it's his place yeah love it yeah there's
0: his, his mise en
2: place dude oh, oh
0: nice <laughs> nice
2: Show don't tell though. That's a great example. Exactly. Where there's like all that. There's so much characterization in just panning across his wall slowly. Oh.
1: Also the element of um, fuck his, his sidekick guy. His, throughout, Amir. yeah, Amir. He he's listening to this CD or tape about like how to glean expert things from expert people in classical yeah. music right while trying to attain his father's place in life mm. and then he realizes he doesn't have to do that and he can do his own thing on his own terms and that's when he turns off that cd yeah like dude the themes are so thick in this movie
0: and and like granted if even if you weren't listening to like what he was talking about in those podcasts that he was listening to or whatever like it's almost like how Nicolas Cage at the very beginning like turns his radio off. Mm-hmm. It's sort of him like, yeah, I really don't need that, do I? Like, I'm my own person and I, I can I can hear my own thoughts and not have to worry about what this is telling yeah. me. Not being told what to do. Yep. And Just another way of him like, you know, being his own
2: man. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a, it's alluded to the whole movie, another show don't tell moment, but it's alluded to the whole movie of like why he is the way he is. Or, you know, it's alluded, you know, he had a heartbreak or lost somebody or someone died or whatever the whole movie, right? But there's this one moment where he gets served by basically that, the chef that stole his pig, the guy, that the owner of the restaurant that stole his pig, whatever, mm. basically goes, you know, I'm not giving you back your fucking pig. Take 10, 15 grand and get the fuck out of my face. Whatever he says. Yeah. And then Nicholas Cage just says, were you always this way or was it after she died? Mm. Oh. And then he goes, were you?
1: Yeah, that and it was just like boom, like just yeah. swatting it right back. Yeah, like, uh.
2: like yeah, exactly. Just immediate. It, he hit him with the fucking Uno reverse card. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he, was, he was just like no you. Yeah, the guy yeah. was like oh shit, the big no you. The he hit him with that big <laughs> no you. Yeah. yeah, and then he fucking hairline went backwards. <laughs> um, so yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say that moment had so much characterization in it because that then you go oh that void in his heart in his in his soul now. That's the pig. That's what he's chasing now. He's not... Mm -hmm. He loves the pig, but what he really loves is how... What the pig represents for him. What the pig represents for him or how the pig completes him or makes him feel whole, like fills that missing piece. So, yeah.
0: I think so many beautiful moments in this movie are sort of like made hilarious by the fact that Nicolas Cage is covered in blood. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
2: So true. So true. Like it's... It's absurd, I guess. It's yeah. like an absurd comedy. It's a little
1: dark, but not like fucked up. Exactly, yeah. yeah.
2: But it's and because that's what makes that moment so funny when there's yeah. a, the chef sits down and just goes, finally, somebody addresses it. Because the whole movie, he's going through society of like just this what probably appears to be a bloody homeless man. Right. Like just bludgeoning through a city trying to find a pig, right? <laughs> right. And then a chef that respects him just suddenly goes do you need medical attention yeah in the middle is like oh my god where have you been robert oh my god this is amazing do you need medical attention right like it's just this. like he stayed fucked up and bloody the whole movie until the end until he washed himself in the creek exactly um but yeah that you're so right that that plays so much into the absurdity like it made it funnier in a way it i wouldn't say this is a dark comedy or it's it's, funny
0: but it's better than it being brought up in the movie and made a joke in the movie yes. Yes. versus it just being like an awkward social situation. Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Absolutely. I really loved the scene where he goes to what I assume is uh, like an old employee of his from a restaurant that has now got her own bakery. And he goes there oh. specifically for her salted baguette thing, oh, which man. is some part of the completed you don't even meal.
0: see her, dude. Yeah. Don't even see her. It's just the one fucking giant wide shot the disconnect. never see your face the disconnect of it the the sort of voyeur voyeurism of that scene too mm-hmm. oh fuck man I love that shit that yep. was so good and like you love that character yet you never see her face it's just an exchange a simple exchange but there's so much depth yeah in that one fucking scene so much back you can see
1: all the respect she still has for him like he gets up to leave and he's walking out and she like pounces on a hug for him and he's like all right like dude that like i was like damn i thought it was his
2: daughter for a long time Mm same, but it wasn't but i thought it was yeah like um but the respect, yeah, like you were saying.
0: The but I like that even more that it isn't his daughter and it was just someone that he worked with. you know. Because Kitchen yeah. Staff family is like a whole other type. Your of Your family. Yeah, it's a yeah. different family.
2: Yeah, for sure. And I also loved how, without explanation, he goes, can I have another one of those? and yeah. you think oh he's just hungry he's on the run he's homeless all this stuff and right he gets one for Amir, and he goes and he passes it not a single line of dialogue needed to be said for yep. that moment
1: and not just that that he picked one up and went "Nah, it's not good enough and picked up a different one i
2: fucking saw that and i hope uh, i hope dude. that was a choice he made yeah i saw that and i was like that's fucking so good like he still has the particular critique and meticulism of a chef yeah dude like just that like, perfectionism. Like, like that's not it that's the yeah. good one uh, i was like like, dude, I saw that and just fucking...
1: Movies like this make me want to go back and rewatch every season of Chef's Table and just get... Uh, d- f- dude, every single episode gives me like a new mountain of goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't goosebumps handle you it. On your goosebumps. Yeah. You turn into
0: a fucking reptile.
2: Yeah.
1: Turn into 98 Godzilla. You're just like... Ugh. <laughs>
2: become a dinosaur just a scaly figure dude basically a dragon
1: if you can watch the episode of chef's table about i can't remember his name but the chef from alinea in chicago the one that got cancer and lost his sense of taste oh my god and got the number one restaurant in america with no sense of taste dude He's an anime character. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's great. So fucking good, dude. I need to watch that show.
2: do. you gotta
1: watch Chef's wow. Table. Yeah. yeah,
2: I got a lot of things to watch, guys. But as we
1: all know, oh, he's gonna say it. What are we? Some kind of? There are too many movies. What are we? Some
2: kind of- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anything else on on Pig, guys? There's too some? many movies you guys want to wrap it up
1: the pig um, was the pig. adorable the pig was adorable. I'm so sad that the pig would ended up being dead
0: yeah. yeah almost immediately after they they abducted the pig right
2: yes yeah. but here's what i loved about it it was never even seen it was yeah. off screen i don't want it. Yep. it was and it was also like you it, you're not going to get the happy ending you're not going to get your void filled you're mm-hmm. not going what you're chasing after Okay, this what are is one of the main themes. <laughs> here comes film school <laughs> big brain moment. Let's but get it. The the main theme of the movie was he was chasing after the him being wholesome, trying to fill the void, right? He'll never get there, but one of the lines that really like was the nail in the coffin for me on that that idea was he said, "I really wish I never came after her because she would still be alive in my head." Mm. And so he would still feel wholesome. And then he and then um, Amir the, Amir said, "But she wouldn't." And he, that I feel like was one of the moments he respected him. Yeah, yeah. it was like this, like they were on the holy same fuck. Like, wait, you're fucking right. Like it doesn't, it doesn't yeah. change anything, right? Where it was just like that. He had a fucking, he had a fucking, yeah. And and then he goes, yeah. Any, I think he just says, you're right.
1: Yeah, he just levels with him in that yeah. moment.
2: Yeah, and that
0: was. That, that was, was the him. one time where he didn't know the right answer almost,
2: and, and he like,
1: got guidance. Yeah, the yeah. one
2: time he got guidance from Amir. Yeah,
1: fuck, fucking. Because the whole big. movie, the whole movie is he is the five
2: head, right? And like I'm trumping all this ideals, whether yeah. I'm in a restaurant or I'm in, you know, whatever. Yeah.
1: The whole reason he's not in the city anymore is because he is so above it all. So yeah. he's got to go back to the city. He's like, uh, this shithole again. Right, right. Fucking, hey. I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up the hobo fight club.
0: Yeah. What What was was that? That was one of the moments in the movie that I sort of, like, I didn't take with me necessarily afterwards. I
2: totally agree with that. You
0: know what I'm saying, though? 100%. It's like, I I don't want to try and digest it too much and try to, like, consider the ins and outs of what this fight club means with restaurant staff. It was just sort of a plot device. Yeah. uh, Like, an artistic plot device that got, got him where he needed to go. But, like, I don't don't know. Part of me doesn't even want to delve into, like, what it all meant. I agree. Why it was how it was. It's just, like... It just
1: felt so foreign in comparison to the rest of the movie. I was, like... It's like a chef fight club, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's for restaurant staff. And, like, I I think part of me is, like... Maybe, like, it wasn't a fully fleshed out idea because I don't think... They barely bring it up again. Or they Mm -hmm. don't bring it up again after the fact.
2: He just gets a whooping and then...
0: And then calls it a day. But it's like I don't know. Like part of me is like I kind of wish I could have done without it, honestly. But it's a good s- device for the story to move the story along.
2: He just had to get info,
0: and then also I guess good for like the trailer and stuff like that. You know what I mean? To Maybe. show like, yeah, you know, there's more to this movie than you'll think. Than yeah. you think.
2: Yeah, but I also, yeah, it. I, what it did for me that scene, I felt it was a weak, like like not weak, but. I like almost unnecessary unnecessary but the what my takeaway from it was was his history so when he wrote his name on the board and the weight it had in the room yeah and then how the guy doesn't ring the bell after the 60 seconds he lets him take further of a beating for a little while implying there's some spite and some anger and some resentment there yeah that's what the scene was for me where it's like what did he do yeah, and we won't know. And but it was show don't tell. I was like, Oh,
1: exactly. what's going on yeah, here? they still. It was still a better execution than ninety nine percent of other movies would have done because of the fact that they didn't exposit on it yeah. for hours. I
0: think
2: so you porked my wife. Yeah,
0: I was like, what is <laughs> this? No, I, I think part of it was like him just leaving without, like, th- there was no re- resolution to him leaving after I guess his wife died, which is implied. Like, we don't necessarily know that that happens, mm. right? Um, that he just leaves and like doesn't really have an ending. He just fucking up up and leaves, and it's like this entire you know th- these people that worked with him and like his colleagues, all of that, they're sort of just left like where the fuck did he go? Like where is this guy? And the fact that he just shows up out of the blue is like oh fuck you, man! Like you left us. Yeah, you know, yeah. Maybe that's where that source of like tension comes from.
2: Maybe we don't know. That. That's
0: my interpretation of it, though, because we weren't Ooh.
2: fucking spoon fed. Right. Exactly what it was. It could be anything. It's your choice. Which right. It's kind of fun. And Speaking of interpretation, do you guys think his wife left him or died, or what do you think the situation was there? Because correct me died. if I'm correcting. Oh, it's it's said. I'm pretty it, sure I, in,
0: I, in the mortuary. Or yeah. duh.
2: That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Duh. Yeah. Never mind. I remember now. Okay. Um. But is it, um, is it implied? I guess it's it's tragic death. It has to be. Yeah. It's like it's they were. Unexp- yeah. yeah. Unexpected. He murdered her, probably. Yeah, for that, a pig. That was my interpretation. <laughs> yeah, he murdered her for a truffle or pig. Or the pig murdered her oh, to get the shit. pig out of trouble. And
1: he's keeping the pig as part of a witness protection program for oh, the U.S. government. God. Oh, my
2: God. We did it. <laughs> Cut to the YouTube thumbnail where it's like, what pig really meant? <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, stupid. Anyways, um, I got a few little fun facts. I just want, like, smoke coming out of, like, the side <laughs> of my ears. Yeah. <laughs> um uh, just a couple fun little facts um the pig only had three days of training and bit nicholas cage multiple times he's basically the the goat from the witch yeah (laughs) um uh after a particularly nasty bite cage joked i've been on i've been set on fire i've been in flipped cars but all it'll be sepsis from a pig bite that kills me which is funny yeah um he also, Nicolas Cage produced a film as he started to realize it shared similar elements of some of his other critically acclaimed films, Joe and Mandy. Um, uh, the budget was so small, they couldn't hire a trained pig, but they could hire Nicholas Cage. Um, the same editor as Mandy, actually, did nice. this. And the color he of... Fucking killed it. Yeah. And Color Out of Space. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. And then, yeah, that's it for me. That's Dude, all I got.
0: Shouts to the cinematographer, though, man. This it's was great. Yeah. This was, like, way more beautiful than the film called for, but, like...
1: Yeah. It was just... just fit perfectly. It, yeah, always, yeah. it always helps.
2: Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. That was to that. That was Pig, family. Pig. Now, are we ready for... Is it Cinema
0: with Marty Scorsese? We have to determine whether or not this movie is in fact cinema or not cinema. Either one. Let's start
2: with Chris. What do you think? Uh, This is 100% cinema for me. 100% cinema for Chris. Alex, what about you?
1: 101%. I liked it 1% more than Chris did, which means I'm a little bit more of a cinephile than Chris. That
0: is true. You did introduce us to devs. Thank you. Um, I also agree that Pig is cinema. So now we have a gigantic responsibility to determine whether or not this film belongs in four motherfucking three. Now, this just means, if you're just now listening to the show for the first time, does this film belong on the catalog? We're not saying actual 4-3. We're just saying, like, is this one of the be-all, end-all movies? Is this the interstellar of pig movies? There's Babe Pig in the City.
1: Polly with Paul Giamatti. That has a pig in it.
0: There you go. So, guys, I'm going to start off. This was 4-3
2: for me. Alex?
1: It was 4-3 for me.
2: Coming down to me now. Chris, was this 4-3 for you? The final, the final vote. Should I be the one out of five dentists here?
1: He's <laughs> like, no. you know what? You shouldn't use Colgate. <laughs> um,
2: this was a 4-3 movie for me.
1: Ah.
2: Congratulations, Chris. <laughs> ah. Fucking 4-3 for me. 4-3. That was a fucking phenomenal movie. Fuck yeah. It really was. It had uh, so many things I love. The cinematography, the editing, the... Food. The food, the nihilistic worldviews always gets me, because I'm a piece of shit that hates everything. (laughs) And um, yeah, I just... Nicolas Cage. He fucking killed it. Awesome. I I
0: loved it. It was great. I want to say part of me, like as much as I loved Mandy, I think I liked this movie more than I did Mandy. Yeah, I'd agree. And Mandy's
2: I think, in a. It's different.
0: It, I mean, they're so fucking good. Mandy, di- have you seen it
1: yet? Uh, I haven't, but I want g- to continue going like. I want to pre- keep pretending like I have seen it because I've done that for a couple of years now. So,
0: so what do you think of Mandy? I
1: loved it. Yeah. All right. I, great. The cinematography for Mandy was a little not as good as Pig. Trick question Mandy didn't have cinematography. Fuck, idiot. Is that even possible? I don't <laughs> under- I was like, what?
2: <laughs> yeah, almost had you, though it's time for DMT dumb movie title what is the dumb movie title for pig and
0: I want a quick shout out to Rick because whenever we announced that we we're doing this he was yeah. like
2: how the fuck are you gonna do a DMT for pig <laughs> it is the DMT I already. Was, yeah but, but uh, really
0: quick I keep forgetting to do this uh, we had a winner for last week's episode uh, Wild Wild West nice. the DMT winner in the discord also join our discord if you're a real family five dollars if you a month, are a family join our discord uh, shouts to Bananas in Pajamas uh, for the dumb movie title Steampunk, Greg Abbott, and The Giant Spider.
1: Phenomenal. Get wrecked, Greg Abbott. Your legs... All right, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, ah,
0: ah, <laughs> ah, ah. Okay, so I will go first. Okay. I thought this movie was going to be like a John Wick taken sort of situation. Sure. I went with Bacon.
1: Oh, it's awesome. B a k e n. Yes, that's awesome. That's, that's it. Also, that's the title.
0: Also, I have Hamward Bound.
1: Oh, <laughs> nice. Hamlet.
2: No, not what right. he was going for. Alex, what's well, your it's dump-
1: got Ham. All right, whatever, dude. How to lose a pig in ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> also got Kermit's worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's great. Chris,
1: uh, all I've got is, where's my oinky? Ah,
2: <laughs> Where's my oinky? <laughs> ah. That's it. That was ah. great. Uh, shall we do budget for this? Yeah. Let's try it. Let's give it a shot. What's the budget for the movie Pig?
1: How much is a Nick Cage paycheck? And that's basically what we're determining.
2: How much does he owe the IRS? And it's that much. This movie costs $3 million, I think. Can we get some music? Oh shit! We have
0: a yeah three million dollars.
1: <laughs> You're like, thank you, <laughs> <laughs> Alex. Um, That's really well. Fuck yeah! I'll do five.
2: I'll go. Well, I'll go ten. I, I I could go higher to I think be closer, but I'm gonna play it safe because oh, yes. I'm still above you. I could guess six right now and I'd win. Mm. You know. Alexa, Alexa, how many of you th- have you one of these? What was the m- budget for the movie pig? What's your fucking
0: track record, asshole? <laughs>
1: Less than me, Sorry, I bet. I don't have an answer All for right, that. Hold on. Great. The- Alexa's like, "How much does a pig cost, idiot? That's what you're asking?" <laughs> hey Google.
2: How much did the movie pig cost to make? Babe On the website practicalselfreliance.com, they say. Total feed costs per pig amounted to roughly one hundred fifteen dollars each. <sighs> one hundred fifteen dollars to make the movie big, guys. Mm, yes. According to we'll
1: Hey just- Google. Generally- All right, you can stop now. Stop Thank it. you. Thank you.
2: Unplug so, it. All right, hold on.
1: He's like, I'm still going, even though he unplugged me. <laughs> He's like, I'm still listening. Where's Rick when we need him? Right.
0: To destroy an AI. Just fucking spike. Rick AI, is the Terminator, dude. Pretty
1: much. The AI's hitman's bodyguard's wife. Nice. Uh, yeah.
0: Noise. How <laughs> to lose a pig in <laughs> uh,
2: I can't find it. Alright. How much does a pig cost? Box ah! o- Okay. Well I uh, I heard it was a big success though, but uh box office wise, but I don't know how much which means it was probably cheap to make, so I just, just
1: googled pig.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Nice.
1: You know what? <laughs> and the only thing that's coming up is the movie, which is a little odd to me. Shout
2: out to Google SEO.
1: Yeah,
2: nice. Uh, uh, anything else, guys? I can wrap this one up. Let's wrap it up. Lean cool. and
0: mean. How long has this episode been? Like three hours.
2: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> lean lot, and mean. It's really, we got a nice lean oh, episode. The third the act fuck? of a Mel Brooks movie. What?
0: What the fuck are we doing, dude? What did we forget? Actor game. Nicholas Cage. Oh shit. shit. Let's do it. Go ahead, Alex.
2: Peek. Face off. Um, Gone in 60 Seconds.
1: Matchstick
2: men. Con Air. Um, Raising Arizona. National Treasure. Ghost Rider. Uh,
1: one of the worst movies I've ever seen, <laughs> hands down. <laughs> yeah,
0: the, se- the second one is really fucking bad. The first one's it's a It's Ghost movie. Rider. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: I had one in my head, and I forgot it. I love that, like, I don't think we've ever introduced what this game is. People better
1: People understand. figure
2: it
0: out. I, you I, get I, it. I,
2: I hope so. People get it. Um, the Wicker Man. Uh, Mandy. Fuck. Adaptation. Joe. Mystery Man? Ray-
0: oh, fuck. Oh, nice. You almost... I almost said one that you already said. Um, Kick-Ass.
2: This is one of the longest actor games we've mm-hmm. ever had. We're chock full of them, man. Oh, fuck. You already said
1: that one.
0: Killing the dead air.
2: Mm. Alex, how are you doing?
1: Trying not to forget what's on my mind right now. I'm uh, out. Fair enough. I'm out. Vampire's Kiss.
2: Damn it. Ooh, shit. So what, that's the vampire one I was trying to think of. Is Alex about to win an actor game right now? Fuck! Do you have another one?
1: Mm, Nope.
2: (laughs) 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 Oh
0: shit! God fucking damn it, dude! Nicholas Cage, Superman Lives. Can I say that? No, it it never came out. (laughs) God damn it! All right, congratulations, Alex.
1: I am the champion.
2: Nicholas Cage actor game. Alexa, what are some Nicholas Cage movies? I know about 157
3: Nicolas Cage God. movies, including Dang. Kick-Ass, Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man.
2: Face Isn't Slash off, the, Spider-verse, yeah. the Rock, oh. and the Rock. National Treasure. The Rock is so The Rock fucks. One of Michael I Bay's. Bays. One I of love them. The Rock. Michael Bay's. <laughs>
1: Dwayne The Rock Johnson.
0: Yeah. All right. I want a reboot of The Rock starring The Rock.
2: That would be great.
1: I bet before The Rock has sex, he goes, "Are you ready to drain the Dwayne?" <laughs>
2: Jesus Christ! Uh, Thank you for listening to There Are Too Many Movies. Uh, We have a Patreon. We have a Patreon. So give us five bucks a month, and you get access to a bunch of bonus content and our Discord, which is the best. Uh, Shout out to the Blood Relatives. Um, uh, If you get if you get access to the bonus stuff, we did an episode on. We're about to do an episode on There Will Be Blood. And what's the other one? Ex Machina. Ex Machina. So check that out. And check out Pig if you can find it. I mean, you, I hope you've listened to this. I hope you. Hopefully. I hope you watch Pig and then listen to this. I hope you didn't listen to all of this.
1: Or you're like me, and when you're in the theater and the credits start rolling, you immediately stand up, and then everyone looks at you like you're the asshole.
2: You are the asshole.
1: Well, Don't man, I get pig. It. later, me.
2: later, Toad.